Hey everybody, welcome back. Um, thank you for joining me. Uh, I'm your. Uh, this is Jared Cornelius, uh, host of the Ark of Rock, and um, this will be attached to the Ark of Rock. Uh, these little uh, side episodes I'm going to be doing uh, throughout the week. But uh, basically, anytime I'm feeling inspired to tell somebody about the music I'm listening to at the moment, and uh, you know, a chance to share some with uh, you good people. But uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, as you know, I just uh, did the Jimi Hendrix episode. I literally did it yesterday. Um, I haven't started doing the second part for it, so I'm going to do these as filler episodes. I said I was going to do that, so I'm going to do that. Um, but uh, basically, uh, on these little side episodes, I want to really I want to talk about use this to talk about upcoming shows because, like I said, I'm an avid concert goer, and also use this to tell people what I am currently listening to the most. And uh, this isn't going to be like an info episode where I'm talking about like, you know, where they're from and shit like that. It's going to be more uh, just sharing songs that I'm super into right now and, uh, you know, hopefully inspiring some of y'all to uh, because that's honestly what the biggest thing of this podcast is, is uh, basically I want to be the next Eddie Trunk, who if y'all you do not know who that is, it's because you're not 40 or older. Um, Eddie Trunk was the is basically one of the only people in the world that gets paid to be a, a rock and metal nerd. Uh so there's not very many of them because there's not a high demand for it. So I guess he's like kind of like a one of a kind, but I want to be something like that. Uh so I'm I'm going to call him a historian, a rock historian. Um and like the thing is though, like I don't want to just talk about rock and metal. Like I like talking about other stuff too. Um, if anything has a rock and roll background to it, I'm into it. And I'm also in all kinds of other stuff, but I want this to be more about, you know, some, uh, music form that some say is a dying art. I say it's just fine. Um, especially with all the timeless music that we have. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with listening to music that's, uh, from another time or it's older or even new music's good. Um, if the music, st- like, some music sounds good 60 years, from 60 years ago, some sounds dated, um, so that's the difference between timeless and, you know, because on one hand, I get whenever people, because, like, let's face it, all the bands I've talked about started in the 60s or maybe even before, and it's going to be like that until I feel like I've, I've milked the 60s as much as I can, but, uh, you know, all of them, the music they made, like, even if some of their earlier stuff sounds a little dated, I personally don't think the Rolling Stones have any music that really sounds super dated because there was always something unique about them. Like, a lot of the Beatles stuff, to me, uh, sounds dated. It Like, their early stuff is not my favorite. I mean, it's not terrible, but, you know, it's not exactly greatest band of all time, like, whenever you listen to it. So, I mean, like I said... um, so that's why I th- I don't I don't like the stigma that you know old music is, you know, you, you know I don't know I just I don't like the looks I get when I put old music on <laughs> because you know you can tell whenever someone's not willing to give anything I've been trying to branch out and listen to all like as men as much like have as broad of a music catalog as I possibly can like I want my fucking library to be filled with different shit like left and right um and i like listening to the best of the best i really do um i don't like i think music and i don't want to sound like a snob but like 
it's not a waste of time to me. And, I f- and there's a lot of music out there that, like, I'm not going to hate on it. I'm not going to go out of my way to hate on it because, you know, music at the end of the day is music. And if some music is uh, is successful, if some artists are successful, it'll help other artists uh, because, you know, there are people that really enjoy the art of music and appreciate it and can tell bullshit from, you know, real shit. But anyway, uh, so... What I want to start talking about first is uh, what I want to talk about first. God damn, I lose my grammar skills every time. What I want to talk about first is uh, the band I've been listening to the most, and I would say the last week, um, is I don't even know how to put a genre on them. Uh, hence the dramatic pause. But uh, I guess you'd say it's like rock, punk, reggae. You know, it's not really ska. It's, you know, in a little new wave. It's kind of new wavy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I've been listening to The Police um, pretty much most every time I've listened to music this last week. It's been them. Um, uh, I wasn't, I've always liked The Police because I grew up listening to them because of my father. He, uh, he was always a big uh, police fan. He always had this live album that I remember we always used to listen to called certifiable and uh it's from their reunion concert in 2007 in buenos aires and if i i don't know when like how like you know they broke up a long time ago because you know let's just face it everybody in that band is egotistical as fuck it's literally three like besides the guitar player maybe which he kind of looks like it but like Sting and Stuart Copeland, I can totally see them not getting along. Like, because Sting is egotistical as they come. He's got to be top five. And then Stuart Copeland isn't quite as egotistical, but, you know, I don't think he's one of those guys that strikes me as he doesn't like to put up with that shit. And that's why he, uh, that's why they broke up and had a hard time, you know. They, they, they broke up, I believe their last album came out in the mid-80s. Uh, let's look at that. Synchronicity was the last album, which is a fucking fantastic album. Um, it was their fifth and final studio album. It came out in 1983, so Jesus. They didn't reunite for 24 years, it seems. Um, but, like, I really started getting into the police a lot as I got older, because, like, not long ago, I don't know if I've talked about this on here, but, um, during this last summer, I got in a really big new wave phase, and I would look up, because of that, I would look up, uh, like, I really got into the Cars, and Duran Duran, and, um, just bands like that, that really, um, define new wave like and it like the clash and like just stuff like that the clash is a great comparison but they're they lean a little more punk than i think the police do but you can totally tell the influence um but there's a few songs that i've been on lately that are just fucking fantastic i'm gonna, I'm gonna go through the albums and play a few from each one because there's only five um their first album is called At- outlandos de amor which is probably my favorite album just because it's like one of the most it's it's just whenever I think of the police is the album I think of and uh it's got such a good groove to it um 
this is the album, of course, that has the famous song Roxanne and Can't Stand Losing You on it. Um, but the song that I have been hooked on the most from this album is called So Lonely. Take a listen to it. See, like, I think that that song's a great, like, example of what the police, like, are. Um, The obvious reggae influence. um, Their unique sound and the way that they use, like, the guitar player doesn't get any fucking love. Like, they remind, like, and it's not, like, because of music, just more of the setup like it's 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 like the police and rush are probably the only two bands that exist where the bass player and the drummer are more famous than the guitar player even though both guitar players are absolute fucking beasts in their own right you know what i'm saying like um alex lifeson i've always said from rush he's never gotten the fucking credit he deserves um i mean he there's a great case for him being a top 10 guitar player uh, you know, based off influence also, like, if you'd be surprised how many guys say that Alex Lifeson's one of their favorite guitar players, um, whether they, you know, but then again, you have to, like, rush to under, to care what I'm talking about, but, um, like, another, like, the, the instrument that stands out to me in the police the most is definitely the drum. Stuart Copeland's my favorite, uh, in the band, I would say, um, Honestly, I gotta be honest, Sting, he is a douchebag. I'm just kidding. Um, I like, I love Sting, but, uh, like I said, he's a, he's, he's a dude driven by ego, and, uh, but I think he's got a phenomenal voice, and you gotta, you gotta respect it. I mean, that ego has turned him into one of the most successful artists of all time, that fronted one of the most successful bands of all time. Um, but, like, like, Another really good song off of this album is Next to You, which is the first song off of the album. And you know what? I gotta say, Sting is a badass fucking bass player, and he doesn't get very much credit for that either. Um, 
I would have loved to have seen what the reception of the police was like, especially when they came out when they did. They came out in 78, which is when punk kind of started to phase out and new wave started to take over. Um, and you can totally see where the police fit in with all of that. Um, especially going on to their next couple albums. Uh, Regatta de Blanc is their second album, and uh, that came out just the next year. And uh, this has one of my favorite songs by the police on it. Uh, it's called Walking on the Moon. Um, I got to say, as far as like, I, if I, let me, let me just set the scene for you here, just for my, my listeners out there that are getting a little, you know, they're getting bored in class. If you wanted to listen to the police, and let's say this, you're 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 looking for someone to listen to whenever while you're loading a bowl up. Right, let's just say that, okay? Let's say you got off work, uh, you're alone, it's dark, uh, you want to listen to something that's gonna take you on a fucking psychological thrill ride. I would listen to the police, especially with some of their later stuff. Um, like Regatta the Blanc has "Message in a Bottle," it's a good song. Um, Regatta the Blanc, the song's great. Death Wish is another one. Uh, but Walking on the Moon is definitely... Like, my dad... I remember my dad showing me this song and thinking it was one of the greatest songs I ever heard in my life. And uh, it's definitely a great song to listen to when you're driving at night. You know, on a on an empty highway. Let's take a listen to it, huh? How would you, what do you say to that? What do you say we take a listen to it? Let's do it. Jesus Christ, I almost went into a trance right there. Um, like, dude, the police are just such a fucking vibe, dog. I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm tired of trying to sound intelligent about it. I have just, in, like, I enjoy listening to them so much. Every album is good. They evolve in such a great way. Um, their next albums, you know, I will say, you, I bet Sting named all these fucking albums because they're some of the douchiest album names. I don't want to sound like I'm hating on them, but like, the third one's called Zenyatta Mandata, uh, which has uh, one of their most famous songs. It's one of the only fucking police songs that they'll actually play on a goddamn radio station if they do is uh, Don't Stand So Close to Me. And it's a great song. I'm not going to play it because you probably heard it on 92.9 The Drive or 103.3 The Eagle. Shout out to them. They're my two favorite radio stations. But uh, damn it, I'm fucking play something else, all right? Um... So I'm going to play you a different song off of this album. This song is called uh, Voices Inside My Head. Fantastic song off of their third album.
Dude, I'm telling you, man. Like, they're like I could listen to them instrumental all day because, like, I've said this before. I think I said it yesterday, actually. Um, <laughs> Three-piece bands are the fucking shit, man. Like, you have to be. Whenever you're trying to generate that much kind of, like, that much sound and that much power with just three guys, you've got to be on top of your shit. Like, the police are one of the best three-piece outfits ever. Them, Rush, fucking ZZ Top, incredible three-piece band. Um, the Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix uh, and the Experience, great three-piece band. Cream, one of the best three-piece bands ever. Like, there's a lot of them. And uh, the police are would definitely be up there for me because, like, how tight they are. And it definitely sounds like there's more than just three fucking guys in the band. Anyway, let's fast forward. So these two albums right here are probably the ones I've been listening to the most besides their first album. Ghost in the Machine is a fucking roller coaster that doesn't end until you fucking say so. You know what I'm saying? That's the it's incredible. Um First of all, Ghost in the Machine is just like one of the coolest fucking album names I've ever heard in my life. Um It came out in 1981. Uh Let's just fucking get into it. So here is uh, one of my favorite songs that I've been listening to off of this album. It's called Spirits in the Material World. And listen, if you're a police fan out there and you're listening, you're just, you're not even learning anything or like, you know, you know what I'm saying. You're just nodding in approval because you understand that uh, these guys are just the shit, man. Like, I don't even need to talk about them for long. You just need to go listen to them. But anyway, here's uh, Spirits in the, in, uh, in the Material World. Progressions on these songs on this album are just so fucking good. I I listen to that that song a lot. The police make me feel zen, if I've ever felt it. If that makes any sense, like there's not a, there's a few bands that make me feel like that. They definitely. Do. I, it's hard to not be in a good mood, and that's another thing I've been trying to teach myself is to not only listen to angry music because it does make you kind of angry. I'm not gonna lie. I know metalheads don't want to hear that, but. You'll be a little more aggressive if all you're listening to is metal. And trust me, I listen to metal a lot. But like, you know, as you can tell how aggressive I was just getting, uh, that it does it, it does do that to you. You know what I'm saying? Some people might say that you need anger management. I say, mind your fucking business. Anyway, moving on. The next song after Spirits in the Material World is literally the song after. It's called Too Much Information. Let's go. Let's hear it. I want to hear it right now.
Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely been one of more my more favorite ones uh, that I've listened to this week by them. But um, also make sure you check out one of their more famous songs they play on the radio sometimes. Also, I guess I gotta retract what I said earlier, but uh, the song "Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic." I'm really doing this podcast episode, this little one, because uh, I've been trying to get my friend Hunter, if you're listening, to listen to the fucking police all week. And so I just needed an outlet, which I forgot I had one, which is you guys. But anyway, um, lastly, but surely not leastly, we have their final album, which some may say is their masterpiece. I don't know. I don't know who those people are. But uh, anyway, uh, of course, Synchronicity, which has my least favorite police song album, uh, song on it, which is Every Breath You Take. as you know, whatever. It's kind of creepy. But I fucking... It's it's such a good fucking song album uh firstly it's the album cover is badass um and i just wonder how many people thought that that five-year run like that they would only go on a five-year run i mean jesus christ you've got to be upset that these guys just break up and don't get back together for 24 years you know what i'm saying but like uh anyway it's like let's listen to a couple songs before we get out of here uh Let's listen to second song off the album, Walking in Your Footsteps Off of Synchronicity. Notice how the sound evolves each album. It's incredible. You can tell that they experiment with different kind of sounds and even cultures and music. as you can see that they were really starting to evolve their sound into something else um as they went forward um let's check out the song tea in the sahara which is another personal favorite of mine off this album i hope y'all are learning something Almost has like a uh, you really got me vibe, right? You really got me now. You gotta go. This album's really dramatic by Sting, like also. He's just a dramatic guy. I'm telling you, if you're needing something to do the next time, I don't know, you do drugs or 
or you drink a lot, or you just, you know, if you're sober, if you need just something to do. I don't know why I said all that other stuff, but, you know, if you just need something to do, uh, this is a great band to just, like, put on, even in the background. It's just, you know, it's easy listening in the best way. It's not, like, you know, soft or anything, but um, now here's my probably my favorite song that I've been listening to by The Police, besides So Lonely. This one has been played probably 20 times a day. It is incredible. The lyrics are incredible. Uh, some of their best shit. Um, reminds me a lot of Walking on the Moon, which is also one of my favorites. But uh, yeah, I'm going to play this song and uh, then we'll close it out after that. Uh, here is Wrapped Around Your Finger. fucking kidding me it, I mean, i'm telling you people it doesn't get any better than that it I, I it does but it doesn't okay especially not today whenever this whole episode has been dedicated to them but anyway uh yeah so um they also have two live albums uh like i said they're a really good 2007 reunion one and then uh one from the 90s i believe but uh which is just some of their stuff from the five years they were together in a compilation but anyway uh yeah, check out The Police, man. Uh, if you're needing a new band to listen to and you've never really gotten into The Police, um, you know, you know, you're afraid that you're going to turn you gay. It's not going to turn you gay. Nothing will turn you gay. Uh, maybe prison, but, other, but not The Police, I promise you. And I'm talking about the band. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, tonight, Cam and I, this, like, like, listen, on these episodes, it's just going to be a quick conversation. It's like a phone call with Jared, all right? I'm telling you, listen, man, check this out. I'm literally showing you music over my phone like I would if we were in person, like putting it up to your ear and shit and making you cup it because my fucking speakers are terrible. I'm sorry. I'll find a way to play music over the over the mixer so that it sounds better. But anyway, uh, Cam and I are going to check out this uh, scholastic book fair for adults. At first, I thought they were going to have like fucking nothing but adult erotica and dildos and like porn and shit. But apparently, it's just like the scholastic book fair, but they're going to have beer. So, you know, that's that's that should be pretty fun. But anyway, uh, that's going to do it. I'll check in with y'all uh, whenever I find a band that I am into next because it, it happens pretty often. It'll probably be next week sometime around the same time. And also, uh, don't forget, we got the War Room coming up Saturday uh we've got the arc of rock Jimi hendrix part two plus i'll be announcing my next series that i'll be doing with a guest the next two series actually will both have guests um 
experts, musical ex- experts that are my personal friends and, you know, maybe even my father. But anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, I will check in with y'all next week. Goodbye.